Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. I started off the show with the uh, bomb bursting in the background, and that was the National Signing Day. Mm-hmm. In fact, Coach Pittman opened up by saying, this is the National Signing Day press conference for Shamar Easter. <laughs> yeah, I thought that, was, thought that was a great introduction by Sam Pittman. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's basically what it was. Now he was able to talk a little bit about uh, some of the other guys that have joined the team since – um, since the last press conference, and um, and so that was good. And then, of course, we sco- we got to speak to Marcus Woodson and uh, uh, Darren w- Darren Wilson and Danny Nose, of course. Uh, so that was um, you know enlightening too. And I th- I think the one thing that stands out, the, th- the thing that kept coming up when Pittman was talking about those guys, and you know when they're talking about how they do things, also is recruiting. And he was going to make sure that he hired guys who were great recruiters that you know the thing with obviously Darren Wilson's a little more unproven comes from a great background and everything but um, you know was defensive coordinator at McNeese State before he went to Florida had some opportunities uh, at least two opportunities looked like in the SEC one at LSU and another unnamed SEC school and ended up wanting to stick with Arkansas but with with Marcus Woodson you know what we know about him is that he has a proven track record as a recruiter uh, from the stuff that he did at Florida State and, you know, at Auburn and, um, you know, just throughout his career. But also, I mean, this guy was passing game coordinator at Florida State um, since 2020. And uh, back in 2019, Florida State was 13th out of 14 ACC teams in pass defense. 13th out of 14th. Last year, not only were they first in the SEC, in the ACC in pass defense, I think it's like 167 yards a game. They were fourth nationally, so that's quite a turnaround there. So not only, you know, in Woodson, we know is he getting a guy that can recruit, but also a guy with a proven track record of success coaching as well. So uh, I thought that jumped out, and you talked about Travis Williams also, and you know we'd expect Williams just based on his personality, what we've seen from him so far, his energy and stuff, uh, that he would be a pretty pretty active recruiter as a coordinator also. Trey, did, Trey, did you sense when, uh, I can't remember who asked the question, but uh, Sam first made it very clear that uh, Williams is the defensive coordinator mm-hmm. and Wilson is the secondary coach, and he, he said, that is, Coach Pittman did, he is our defensive coordinator, no co-involved, he went and described what he meant by he's not the actual co-coordinator. Yeah. But I think the part that then I was I was confused when Coach Williams started talking. He says, talking to Coach Wilson, this is the defensive coordinator. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, Coach, I, I, know, I know you're co, but mm-hmm. a minute ago, Coach uh, Pittman made it very clear you were the uh, yeah. defensive coordinator. Now you're saying this guy, and I know I know what what they're doing is yeah. 
they're just they're they're worried about the seven or eight or nine guys they've got in the room and and whether or not one coaches the corners and one the safeties or vice versa. Uh, Coach Wilson will be basically over that, and overseeing it will be Coach Williams. Yeah, basically, I would say um, Coach Woodson is probably uh, the the passing game coordinator. I would I would basically say that they could have just as well given him that title and maybe it would have been a little easier for everybody to, to understand i think Alyssa asked that question you had a question about it too i think when um woodson was was named the way i, I guess i would put it is you know you have a pilot and you have a co-pilot you know so yeah, uh, yeah. obviously one is one and one and the other guy's there for for support so um, that's kind of how i would frame that and you know maybe they needed an extra title like that to give him because you do want to make sure that you're, as a coach, you know, you're progressing upwards. And if you're leaving for Florida State, you know, coaching defensive backs and you go to Arkansas coaching defensive back, you know, that's not necessarily a step up unless you also add a title, which would also allow you to incur, you know, gain more income. So, you know, $700,000, um, you know, for a defensive backs coach, um, you know, is quite a lot. So give him that title also, and it, and it makes more sense. Um, but, yeah, I see these guys, it seemed like they really get along well. Uh, just, you know, talking with Coach Pittman about the Zoom meetings and, you know, and just discussing things with those guys about what they're looking for. Uh, it feels like they found some guys that are, you know, really energetic, um, you know, relatively younger. Um, I'm not sure how old Woodson is. I can't remember. But, um, you know, he's probably a little – little bit older um you know just looking at his resume but uh yeah it seems like a a, a group of guys that are probably going to mesh pretty well together um you know and with deke adams too on the defensive line so um encouraged about the defensive side of the ball they don't have much room to go anywhere but up i mean especially in the secondary when you're dead last in power five and um and pass defense, then, uh, you know, there's obviously nowhere to go but up. But he's, he's you know, Woodson's been there before at Florida State and and was one reason that they were able to, to come out of that. Um, and I like Wilson, too. I thought I thought he was uh, seemed like a real good guy, seemed like a guy that, um, you know, was real anxious to get started. And as, you know, Sam Pittman said, he was somebody that had a lot of opportunities. You know, he went from UT San Antonio um, under Frank Wilson and then went from there to McNeese State, where he was defensive coordinator. And then this past year, he spent a year as quality control cornerbacks coach at Florida. And, um, you know, as we mentioned, had three opportunities in the SEC uh, to go coach. And um, I like what he said, too, about, you know, Sam Pittman just talking to other people, his mentors, people he's coached with along the way. And they all told him, you know, he'd be the best head coach that he's ever worked under. Um, so... That uh, you know, if they if they didn't get that kind of ring, if he didn't get that kind of ringing endorsement from basically everybody he talked to, he would be, you know, probably coaching at LSU or something. Uh, this off the particular subject we're talking about, but uh, in regards to basketball, uh, I guess Grant just wants uh, Rick, you and Trey's overview of who you think might be on the basketball roster next year. <laughs> oh, Devo. <laughs> yeah, he's got another year. Yeah, so let's hope yeah. so. Yeah, I think I think Walsh needs to come back. I think he would benefit by another year. I don't, and yeah. I know people say you know draft on potential and stuff. I just I just 
I don't know that he's quite at that draft just on potential uh, level, but he's got a lot of a lot of physical attributes. But I would I would hope that he would come back another year. Uh, the Mitchell twins they have two more years have, left. Oh, they do. I didn't yeah, know. they're they're twenty three years old. I think they have a COVID year and maybe one more year. Really? I think. They've got at least one. We were talking about it on the message for today. Hey, if those guys play like they did last night, that, yeah. that is amazing. Well, if they're back, that would be tremendous. I didn't know Every that. Every day will be their birthday. That's what I told Randy. <laughs> it should be Groundhog Day. They should wake yeah. up every morning and they say, it's your birthday. That's yeah. what they should do yeah. every day. Yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't looked at the whole. I, I don't know if Jalen Grant. I mean, a lot of these guys have COVID. Well, Trevon years, but, Brazil, you got to think Brazil yeah. will come back because he got hurt. So if, if he boy, might if you start not with those guys, <laughs> Brazil might not. He might. He might be one of those guys that can go on potential. Uh, but I don't you think know, all, all these yeah, all these guys basically. So. Yeah, you, you you might be right. Um, but Canyon, all these guys Ford, have COVID years. But with yeah. basketball, it's not really the same as football. It doesn't no. seem because there's so many professional leagues out there um, that they can go to. Now, maybe they can make more money staying at Arkansas now, but I also know at the same time it's not just about money. It's about getting into those leagues, getting your professional career started. Um, so that's that's why you don't see a lot of basketball guys take advantage of that COVID year. Randy, you talk to Ford every week, and I know uh, it's hard to interview a guy that's not playing, and uh, so that was probably a tough interview today. But nonetheless, i got to believe he likes being at Arkansas. I think he'll be back. And if and Pinion, I think, will be back. Don't don't know about the other freshmen, but, um, and obviously Black and Smith won't be. But Well, I mean, there. I, I, mean, I don't like to say anybody's going to transfer or anything like that, but there will be guys that absolutely transfer off this roster. Yeah. I mean, sure. I don't know what the numbers are now, but, I mean, there are two players back from last year. Yeah. Two, you know, Kamani and Devo. That's it. And the numbers used to be, even before the, even before the one-time uh, transfer waiver was blanketed across college basketball, college sports, um, the number was like – I think it was like 40% of your roster was going to enter the portal, wasn't it? Possibly. Back but then. You at, but you look at these guys. I think Pinion will be back. Uh, I don't think Graham – does Graham have another year? I, he, he may. Oh, yeah, he I get, may uh, have a According COVID. to their I press think, guide, according to the press guide, he's got one more year. Barry Dunning, Jr., boy, if they can keep him, I, I don't know how they'll keep him. He never plays. Yeah. Uh, so that would be a transfer possibility. But that's about all of them right there. I, I didn't know Graham had another year, but he does. Isn't it interesting that now in the roster they list what you're classified and how many years of eligibility you have because yeah. it's so confusing. Right. Devo mm-hmm. Davis has got two more years after this. Because I didn't know that. Two right. instead of one. Yeah. So what do we have to get through, 2025 before we're done with and COVID years? <laughs> yeah, and you're right. The Mitchells, the, Mitch, the Mitchells have one more after this one. They one each more. have one okay. more. Yeah. Gotcha. But they're 23 years old. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Of course, did you know this? That when uh, Stetson Bennett quarterback Georgia the national championship, he is older than seven quarterbacks in the NFL. Yes. He's 25. Mm-hmm. That's what the COVID has done. It's aged people. <laughs> well, no, it's kept them on college rosters longer. That's <laughs> yeah, these people. There's probably some truth to that, too. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it used to be if a player stayed in college more than a couple of years, then he wasn't uh, draft worthy. 
Yeah. Basketball, like with COVID, yeah. you got to change your opinion of that, do yeah. you not? That's right. I don't know that you do. I mean, are these guys draft worthy that we're talking about possibly coming back? Well, Brazil would be if he hadn't gotten hurt. Uh, Brazil, I, no yeah. doubt. Yeah, that's a but, special circumstance. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 amazing how COVID has brought about though these twenty three, twenty four year old players yeah. and. Uh, we joke a lot about that. Yeah. Well, think about cool. how much it probably helped Sam Pittman in year two with the, with That's the nine true. win team. I mean, you talk about Hayden Henry and Grant Morgan. I mean, all those guys coming back that year, uh, that was a huge super senior group uh, of guys that returned. And then, you know, the next year, they, he was, you know, again, really helped by getting those eight transfers in. And that's something, you know, I looked at early in the year in the, in the, in the spring and fall camp. It's going, man, this is a good-looking team. But the thing is, everybody's also able to fill in uh, easily. So I, I think like, I think the teams that we're seeing now, in a lot of cases across college football, you're, you're seeing more talented teams than we saw in the past because they're able to just reload so quickly. Um, but, yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, a big part of it. Uh, let's see. From our Asher Record Service Company live fan feedback. Okay, that's a different subject. Um, I guess we're all caught up for the moment on our Asher uh, Record Service Company live fan feedback. Well, I guess I could go ahead and air. No, that takes a lot of time. I'll, I'll, re- you do, I'll read. You did love. The, you did love hearing Sam Pittman say it's best available after I shot you down on that the other day, didn't you? Yeah, I've been interrupted. I kind of tease you on that. Yeah, he's wrong though. Him. What is he talking about? They need three safeties. You can't have six safeties <laughs> for three spots. I mean, come on, Sam. I even asked the I asked the defensive guys for a little clarification on that as a follow up. They're like, "Well, whatever Sam Pittman says." Yep, yep, yep. Right. Well, it's a good answer, but it's still wrong. It did warm my heart when he said, uh, "Best players available." So I feel like I've been asking for the last twenty years if somebody could play safety at Arkansas. <laughs> Can he play safety? Well. Uh, thank goodness again from the transfer portal because uh, additional addition uh, additional players come from there demand that position or otherwise Trey you really are being up you really would be upset about the numbers at the safety position. Yeah, don't you think this next portal window is going to be really interesting? I mean, like we don't we knew it was going to be wild the first one we had no doubt, but the next one could be just as wild. It could be really calm. I mean. We don't really know what to expect, but I would think that you've had so many coaching changes, you know, heading into the spring. You've had so many players transferring in and out that you, you know, may not like where you stand or may not get along with a new coach and stuff. We could see a lot of activity in a very short window, or it could just be pretty quiet. Uh, I would wonder if, and I'm only tongue-in-cheek on this, if they'll be sending scouts out to the different spring practices so they can see, you know, what, you know, if they're looking for safeties, well, let's go over here to Georgia, let's scout yeah, their right. practice. Yeah. And then if need be, we'll throw a, you know, a couple of Chick-fil-A franchises at them and see if we can't get them to come to Arkansas. They did originate in Georgia, by the way, Randy. That might be yes, tough I know to do that. That, that. Yeah. that was mm-hmm. the purpose of that. Yeah. 
Okay. Let's talk to Clyde. Uh, you can only have one Chick-fil-A franchise also per Well, owner. Slim Chickens. They could do Slim Chickens. They yeah, originated they in Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. Slims. Canes is advertising everywhere. Every sports venture you go to. Clyde, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Trey? You guys are making me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at the Bleacher Report uh, NBA uh, 23-mock draft. And uh, number seven pick going to New Orleans Pelicans via the Lakers, Nick Smith. And let's see. Nick Smith is not returning next year. No, he's not. I think it'd be Anthony Black. Yeah, the one Randy looked at earlier today had uh, Smith number 11 and Anthony Black number four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And number yeah, four won't be back. 27 was counsel. Bleacher Report has uh, Anthony Black going to the Knicks via the Mavericks. And uh, I saw Ricky Council here. Let's see. Yeah, How Philadelphia about, 76ers via the Hornets. Ricky Council. How about Council's dunk last night? Woo! Yeah, number Goodness one on gracious. Sports Center. Number one. I mean, like, it, <laughs> to do a reverse dunk and, like, when it, and it matters in yeah. like that. And do it with such ease is, uh, I mean, it's really impressive. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty amazing. You know, Arkansas has had how many of the top ten on SportsCenter with dunks this year? It's been a bunch, yeah. but that was probably the best one, I'd say. Yeah, well, Brazil's was pretty pretty elite also. Yeah, yeah. But right. uh, just the, uh, man, just the, uh, I don't know. The, I don't know what the word is. I, 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 you just don't see that very much, reverse dunks in traffic. Showtime. That's showtime. Yeah, that's showtime. Well, I'm waiting on the phone lines. We've got a couple ringing trying to decide if we're going to squeeze the. Well, they better squeeze. hurry. I went pretty I fast. That. You did go pretty ring. fast today. So I did see where, uh, and you might have said it earlier if you did, I'm sorry I missed it, that Dan Eno said his offense has evolved and yeah. the RPO is what he likes. Yeah, well, I mean, he spent time at Alabama with Mike Loxley, who was yeah. uh, more of a spread RPO-type guy. He yeah. said he was the only pro-style guy in the room at that time. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, he's moved around and coached, you know, quarterbacks who are dual threat. Uh, I think a lot of the guys early in his career were more pro-style type of quarterbacks. And uh, maybe the guys more recently, uh, Tua Tagovailoa, Jalen Hurts, who Jalen Hurts, I, I'm glad he said that because Jalen Hurts reminds me of KJ also. I remember when I was looking at Jaden Hazelwood video uh, and Hurts was at Oklahoma at that time, and I was just thinking, man, that looks a lot like, and Hurts was wearing number one. And I was like, man, that looks like a lot like KJ Jefferson possibly throwing to Jaden Hazelwood. So, um, yeah, he's definitely adapted it over the years. You have to. I mean, you can't stay stuck in your ways in this in this profession. All right, Trey, we'll talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Biggie of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service.